the turnaround this is our mini sodes where we take a mini size bite out of some mini size news but this one gear up and get ready this is a huge huge snack we are tackling comic con san diego and all of the announcements that came out of it and joining me today is our producer and lovely friend anna h the h stands for hall h how's it going anna Oh, I'm doing pretty well, Damon. How about you? I, I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Excited. Just uh, just still trying to absorb all the information we got from Comic-Con. You know, it's been a minute even then, but it, it's just so much. And I have so many theories going on in my head, so I, I can't wait to talk about them. Um, yeah, me too. Let's go. Yes. And also joining us today, friend of the pod and meme maester himself, Ryan. How's it going? Yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm just enjoying um the little bit of downtime we have before uh content getting starts uh, in a couple weeks yes this is the downtime of, of fandom and it's it's coming okay fan fandom getting is is coming it's it's almost here and i don't know how we're going to tackle it but we are going to do our best to uh to shout out as much of it as we can so we got some fun stuff uh coming down the line for it but uh but yeah, like I said, we are here just to talk about anything and everything that came out of San Diego Comic-Con the other day, uh, the previous weekend, and where to start, really. I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's anywhere better to start than with our guy, Ryan. Ryan, what was the thing that you were most excited about coming out of Comic-Con? Oh, wow. Okay, that's a tough question. Um, all right, so to pull a Maori, I'm going to say it's a tie between um, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, just because I was, like, already excited for that, but then the dope Comic-Con trailer dropped, um, and then uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which I was also already excited about, but then uh, we got that incredible trailer, and then just the overall, like, performance from Hall H. Uh, so, yeah, those are the things that I am most excited about uh, coming out of Comic-Con. Right. I mean, let's just start with Lord of the Rings. You know, we're getting new Lord of the Rings content from Amazon. How much money have they put into each episode? It's it's just like tens of millions of dollars. And it's it's almost here. I believe September 2nd is when it drops. Ryan, what, what stuck, out, stuck out to you in that trailer? What are you most excited for to see coming in that series? Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, I, I don't, it, it seems like they spent like what a billion dollars on the show and it really looks like it. Like if nothing else, the visuals are incredible. Um, in terms of what I'm most excited about, I, I, I think, um, sort of, it seems like the show is centering young Galadriel as like the quote unquote main character. And I think that's really cool. And I'm really interested to get to, um, follow her journey um, I'm interested for uh, the new characters, um, especially some of the characters of color, like Aaron Dill, I think is his name. 
Uh, he seems like to, he seems like he's getting captured, so he'll have quite a journey at some point. And then um, just seeing Moria and like all of its like glory, um, and and so the the few glimpses we have of that and of Durin and then the other dwarves, I think is really cool. So, oh, and and, and of course um, the uh, who I'm calling uh, Morgoth Mathers, um, the the character who may or may not be Sauron, who looks just like Eminem. Hot Sauron, baby. Is, is he hot though? Is he an attractive guy? I don't. I don't. I don't know if I consider him exactly hot. I mean, okay, he's not ugly. It's a weird angle, like, and it's weird lighting. So we have to reserve all judgment on people's appearances because it's also makeup too, right? Yes. And he's, Sauron is also a shapeshifter. So like the the. If this is one of his forms, it, it probably won't be the only one, and I, I'm sure there will be hotter forms of, of Sauron, so. <laughs> I just love how you guys are going for Thirsty Sauron before I did. It's very I mean, entertaining. It, it's just, it's a part of the show, you know. Um, but no, I mean, personally, as someone who has never read the books, um, I, I've said it a couple times before, I, it trying to read Fellowship of the Ring felt like reading the Bible. And I just wasn't down with that. Um, I'm definitely 100% a movie fan. Uh, I adore those movies. Check out our Effies if you haven't yet. I just want to see what this world is like, what Middle Earth is like before we met who we met, before we saw Gandalf, Gandalf as he is. Is Gandalf supposed to be in this series? Do we know anything about that? Or is he even alive or, or at, in power yet? Well, Gandalf is like a god. So, like, yeah, he's right. alive, but is he going to be on the show? Unclear at this time. Yeah. I, according to the books, he Gandalf is not in Middle-earth at this time. He, they don't, the wizards don't come until the Third Age. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they found a way to, like, get him in there somewhere. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, like Anna said, it's, it's unclear, but I would not rule it out. Okay, yeah, and I mean, really, it's it's a world that there's several characters that we, we've actually met before that are still there. Galadriel, Elrond, our guy Elrond's still going to be there. All these elves who just live thousands and thousands of years. But other than that, I really want to meet these new characters. I want to see what the... Supposedly, this is. it's been long enough to where the men of Middle-earth has forgotten anything about war, the war that happened before, uh, while, you know, all the elves still do. And it's just kind of a time of peace and you know how that always goes. With time of peace, always comes comes bad shit. And so I want to see, supposedly, like how Sauron rises up, you know, or or how how the tensions start happening, and and really what Galadriel was talking about in her vision, you know, like just that that whirlwind of fire and bodies. Um, what was that in reference to? You know, is that with Sauron taking over? I I'm really excited. I don't really know much about this time period. And so it's just going to be just a great, fun, brand new experience for me. And I really can't wait. It looks really, really good, personally. With each trailer, I'm, I'm more excited, just like like you said, Ryan. Um, Anna, what did you take away from that trailer? And, and just in general, your, your hype meter for Rings of Power. So the two trees of Eleanor, uh, Teplorion and Laurelin, um, they're basically like silver and gold. Uh, theoretically, this is how like the sun and the moon were created. Right. Um, it was the last leaf and flower of each tree. 
And uh, they're known for giving their light to the Cimmerals, which were inspired by Galadriel's hair. I'm not really going to get into it, um, but they're incredibly important to Tolkien lore. So that was super cool to see them. Um, I believe there was a shot of Casa Doom, which we visited in Lord of the Rings. Um, so we're going to be able to see it at its full glory and just explore dwarfdom a little bit more. Um, and there's like some shadowing of like a a jewel. I think it was a door in the fourth. It was like this could be the beginning of a new era. And he's like holding this like rock, right? Um, let's see. I think we're gonna be exploring a little bit of the Numenorians. So for those of you who don't know, Numa there were two twins, uh, Elros and Elrond. Um, and basically what happened was there's a line of men descended from elves, specifically from Elros. Um, they gave up their immortality, right? Uh, hold on a second. They give up their immortality, but they're naturally very long lived. Um, and this is a line that Aragorn descends from. So we're gonna be able to explore that group a little bit more. And I'm really just excited to see more diversity in Lord of the Rings, right? Just being able to see some people of color in there and, you know, I think it's going to be really, really cool. And the graphics are going to be phenomenal based on the trees and what we've already seen. And even just the detail with the original release of like uh, the Rings of Power, like name drop and just using the blacksmithing, that was a very smart move. Everyone thought it was CGI, but it's like, no, like that's, that's blacksmith work, right? Uh, and just being able to use that attention to detail. Um, I'm I'm pretty I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, and we're also gonna see the uh, Harfoots in there. Um, and the Hobbits didn't exist in the second age, so this is the closest we're gonna get to the Shire. Uh, but the Harfoots are wanderers, unlike the Hobbits. They do not stay foot in one place, or stay put in one place. Uh, so yeah, pretty excited. Can't see me when I'm doing a little dance right now. <laughs> yeah, I I really like that you brought up the hardfoots. I I mean, I feel like one of the best parts of, of Lord of the Rings are the hobbits and that kind of energy and everything. And so the the idea of having those kind of characters in the in there, you know, is just great. And I can't wait to see how they're you know, they're integrated into the story and what really what part they play. Um so, I can't wait for that. Um, now, quick Ryan, question you, though. Oh yes. Do we think we're gonna see Tom Bombadil in Rings of Power? Does it matter? Is the real question. <laughs> um, there are some people who ride hard for Tom. Okay. <laughs> I've heard I've heard very very conflicting stories about Tom as a movie only fan. I don't know what to believe. Some people say Tom is the best, and some say Tom is literally the worst. So um, I I kind of would like to see him just so I can have my own opinion. Uh, what say you, Ryan? Where do you fall? Um, in terms of want, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, in terms of will he be there, I'm leaning towards no, just because they already have so much else going on that in introducing such a... Um, uh, lightning rod of a character um, that was not in the original films um, with everything else that they already have going on. I, I feel like Luke will probably 
uh, avoid that, it, at least in the first season. Um, assuming the show goes more than one season, it's possible he could be a win later. But if I had to guess, I would say we don't get Tom Bombadil. All right. All right. There you have it. All right. So that's Rings of Power. Next, of course, you had mentioned the Black Panther uh, trailer, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And this is the first movie we're going to get of Wakanda since the passing of, of Chadwick Boseman. And we saw a trailer that is just striking, magnificent. Like, it is setting up, I think, a movie that could be very, very intriguing uh, with this cast. Such a strong cast. Uh, Ryan, what are you most excited for coming out of that trailer? Uh, what, what really stood out to you? Um, yeah, I mean, how, how long do you have? Like, there, <laughs> there, there are so many things. Um, just... In the trailer itself, like the the sense of mourning that we all got because of Chadwick, um, paired with the music, the version of "No Woman, No Cry," um, which uh, then dipped into Kendrick's "All Right," was just incredible. Like every every beat that was hit with all those notes compared to what was shown on screen was just so good. Um, in terms of what I'm most excited for. Um, I guess probably Namor, um, which feels weird because, like, I want to say, like, something actually involving Wakanda, and, like, obviously I'm really excited for all of that and um, to see more in Baku especially and, and, you know, obviously who takes up the Black Panther thing. Um, and I'm not even, like, a huge Namor, like, comics character, but I just know that, like, the, the conflict and the dynamics between um, Namor and... I don't know if it'll technically be Atlantis or we'll call it something else. And Wakanda is just really interesting. So, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to uh, to see that um, along with everything else. I, I'm right there with you. I mean, Namor, I've been, I've been waiting to see how they brought him in. And I think, obviously, we it was either going to be a Fantastic Four story or a Black Panther story. And I think the idea of it looks like possibly they're at war with the Atlanteans or there's some sort of conflict going on with, with them and the Wakandans, which makes sense. And it'll be fun to see Namor come in as, is definitely the, at least the, at first, the antagonist, how we're, we'll leave the movie and his, what we regard him as, it might be different, but I think that'll be really great to see how they introduce him in the Atlanteans. I mean, I believe they're basing it off of a like Mayan culture and in creating a very rich and authentic kind of a culture for them in this movie. And I mean, Ryan Coogler and their team did a fantastic job with Wakanda in the first one. I mean, they, they created the language and, and even the alphabet for it. And it's just the way it looks is so beautiful. And I mean, it was knocked out of the park. So to see what they can do with, with Atlantis, I I'm very, very excited for that. As far as Wakanda goes, where is Okoye and what is she doing during this? I need to know. Um, Mbaku, love seeing him. Uh, the Queen, I thought was just the most, the best part of the trailer, though. I mean, the line she was just dropping about, you know, her whole family's gone, even though Shuri's still there. We won't get into that. Um, it's just like, I, I would love for her to be a really big, important part of this movie and dealing with, with losing everything. And just... 
how big of a part is everyone going to be playing that we know? Like, is AO going to be important? Uh, is uh, not uh, Nakia, like, what is she going to be doing? Uh, we saw Riri in the trailer, okay? How do we meet her, and, like, how is she introduced, and how do we get from that to Ironheart, you know? I'm really excited to see that. And, of course, the one question in the trailer to me is, who's in the suit? Who Who is that? Who Who is in the suit? Who so, has Wakanda's ass? Who Who has the ass of Wakanda? That's what everyone wants to know. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I, um, there are rumors going out that like a toy set has already spoiled it, and I am staying as far away from that news as possible. So I'm just... Yeah. I, I yeah. am as well. Um, the one thing I will say is um, said ass and said thigh seem to be uh, a little uh, not thick enough to be Winston Duke. Uh, so I'm guessing it probably won't be M'Baku, uh, which is a bummer because I think he would have been great. But uh, but I could be wrong. You know, it was one brief trailer shot. So who knows? Right. I mean, everyone's saying everyone from Killmonger to Koye to Shuri to literally anybody they can guess. Um I don't know. I don't know which way to go, but this movie, like this trailer really just shows me they they know what a Wakanda is and they know what stories they need to tell about it. And so even even without Black Panther, maybe for most of the movie until maybe that's the climax, you know, the, the, the last fight where they show up, I'm not sure. But I think they're going to be able to handle, give us an amazing story um regardless and i can't wait to see what they do with this and how it leads into the wakanda tv show so um anna what about you what say you this is gonna sound really morbid but just the the shots in the trailer itself i'm assuming it was t'challa's funeral um so i'm really interested to see how they tackle that scene they were um they were like dancing they were wearing all these white colors there was like a a mural of uh chadwick boseman um, I think that's going to be emotional for a lot of people, and I think it's going to be beautifully done. Um, I'm always really interested to see when there's a lot of water on a set. So when they were bringing in the Atlanteans, um, there was a scene, I believe, in the comics where the Atlanteans and the X-Men, um, they, there was like a tidal wave um, that took out the throne in Wakanda and I thought there was like a screenshot of that in there so that would be really interesting um excited to see Winston Duke back as M'Baku um really loved him uh there was like a helicopter scene of them uh in Jabari land so that was really great our uh, favorite colonizers back Martin Freeman and I got two words for you war whales there's like a there's like a short little snippet in the trailer um, with the Atlanteans riding on whales, and I just think that is like the coolest thing, and I am very excited to see that in theaters. Um, and when you look at like the last shot of the trailer um, and trying to figure out who Wakanda's ass belongs to, it, it's gold and black. So I'm speculating. Even though technically Killmonger died, is he back? Did he take over the mantle or did it maybe go to Shuri or Okoye? I don't know. That would be really cool. Everyone's chiming in the bit to figure out how they're going to hand off this metaphorical baton. So 
Uh, yeah, I'm, this is probably one of the main, well, now that Love and Thunder's out, this is probably the only movie I'm looking forward to right now that I, I have some sort of information about. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. I think the graphics and the cinematography is going to be phenomenal. That you brought up a, an interesting point. I mean, this year is kind of front loaded with movies, which usually doesn't happen. They tend to you know, make sure there's a lot of really big blockbusters coming around in, like, November and December. And, like, other than Avatar, Way of Water, regardless of how you feel about that franchise, that and Wakanda Forever are really the only two, like, really big movies that are coming out, right? Am I missing anything? I think there's like, a lot of smaller movies coming out, but I think in, like, the general fandom, those are the big two right now right we just gotta wait for next year on which we were bombarded by some um which would bring, <laughs> bring us to my what i'm most hyped about y'all and it's just the mcu pretty much gave us the the phase five lineup okay and let me just kind of run through it okay ryan hit me what what, what you got uh, yeah, real, real quick, um, sort of the last thing on Black Panther, um, there has been a, and it remains um, a, a lot of discourse around um, should they recast uh, the character of T'Challa or should they not? Um, I Not to fence it, but like I see the merits of both approaches. Like I know how important the character of T'Challa is to a lot of people. And obviously we, we see, um, particularly with Superman, you know, characters get recast all the time but i also understand the, the sensitivity of not wanting to do that um in this current franchise um but i just want to say that after seeing the trailer i'm just more convinced um not even if that was the right decision but that i think that ryan coogler and company will handle um the path that they chose to go uh very well very well said i, I definitely agree with that regardless of what they like what they were going to do, they they made the right decision, and I'm, I think whatever they do is going to end up being the right decision. So cannot wait to see that. Um, okay, so Wakanda Forever is the end of Phase Four, but Phase Five comes February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. That is when we get Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Like. I might be more excited for that movie than than any movie since Endgame. Honestly, like, like you know, now well, I think Phase Four was wrongly wrongfully critiqued to a absurdly high level with all the absurdity of where are they like what's the plan like you know. Like, what What do these movies have in common? It's like, it's just like, chill. Just relax. Take a take a load off and enjoy these fun movies. I, I personally enjoy Phase 4, but it is the first phase of a, of a three-phase arc. And we just found out what that arc is, is the multiverse saga. And with Phase 4, it, it's just, it's been fun. And then we really kick into high gear with Quantum Mania, where apparently in Hall H, they got a preview of the movie which gave us Kang and Modoc and apparently Bill Murray. Um, they have not released it out to the public. I think we have to wait for D for the uh, D23 uh, Expo, which sucks because I'd love to talk more about it. But 
I can't wait to see that. Then we got Secret Invasion 2023, Guardians Volume 3, which they got a trailer for that as well. We have to wait on. Um, May 6, 2023. We have Echo, the TV series in the summer, as well as Loki Season 3. I'm sorry, that should be Loki Season 2. Um, we have the Miss Marvels, July 28, 2023. We have Blade, which I think is my uh, second most anticipated movie of Phase 5. Um, that's coming out a little over a year from now, November 3rd, 2023. We get Ironheart in the fall, and then... You know, then we're starting to get just kind of a roundabout times, winter 2023, 24. We get Agatha Coven of Chaos. Who knows what that's going to be about? Um, then, of course, got to shout this out for our guy, Kyle. We get 18 episodes in the spring of 2024 for our guy, Daredevil, Born Again. Charlie Cox himself is coming back. He's also going to be in Echo. He's going to be in She-Hulk for a couple episodes um kyle is living his best life right now for this news i am so happy and i love charlie cox too i'm i'm very excited to see what he can do in this world also then cap captain america new world order is coming i can't wait to see what they do with that fourth one what are they going to get get our guy sam and bucky to do and who are they going to be facing like it could go in so many different ways then of course it caps off with thunderbolts y'all thunderbolts july 26 2024 Who's going to be in that? Like, I mean, I can only assume we're going to get John Walker, Baron Zemo, Yelena. I mean, would be great to throw in there if we can. Um, maybe Blonsky. Uh, who knows? But I, the fact that they actually finally announced Thunderbolts happening, I just, I'm so excited. Just Phase 5 alone gives us so much stuff. And then Phase 6 starts off with Fantastic Four. We finally have a date for it. And then it caps off with Avengers, uh, Kang Dynasty, and Secret Wars. It's just, it's so much to take in. Um, I don't even know where I would want to start, but really, I just think the fact that we're getting two Avengers movies to cap off Phase 6, and they're like a couple of months separated, I don't even know where to begin to think of what's going to happen. Like, the multiverse is going to be wild, going forward and i can't wait to see it we're going to get so many variants is kang really going to be in everything going forward because i would really really love that um and like are we going to get the night of uh, the midnight guys like are we going to be getting blade and the black knight and all them joining together are we going to finally get ghost rider so much is happening um it's overload it, it really really is um i just I think Kang is going to be one of the most exciting things to happen to the MCU yet. So I cannot wait. Um, Anna, what are your thoughts in general on, on the future of the MCU? And what was your favorite uh, announcement of them all? Oh, I'm excited for Thunderbolts for sure. I love a good anti-hero, right? Um, the Suicide Squad movies weren't great, but I think Thunderbolts is really going to be what um, Suicide Squad should have been. I, I love Zemo. Hopefully we're going to get some more fist pumping in there. <laughs> um, you know, I think Yelena is definitely going to be making an appearance. I know that uh, Wyatt Russell has not been contacted to pick up uh, his role as, uh, what was it, U.S. agent? I think it is. Um, Ghost, I think, is going to be in it. Um, we might get Taskmaster. 
I am really interested to see how they're going to take this. Uh, I think we've got a really good lineup of shows coming. Um, also, personally, really excited for Echo, just because, you know, she's a deaf character and deaf people don't really get a lot of attention in mainstream media. So I'm really interested to see how they're going to take her story arc and explore it. Um, hopefully in Echo, they're not going to do like close-up face shots so you can't really see sign language like they did um, in Hawkeye. That was my major critique of the show. You know, you have this beautiful language being articulated and then you can't freaking see it, right? You're just doing subtitles on it. Um, so I think we're going to have like a really great lineup coming for us and they didn't just bring in a few good things they brought in like a one-two punch like Agatha is also going to be phenomenal curious to see how they're going to explore that too if they're going to play off of WandaVision or they're kind of just going to make her do her own thing so. yeah I mean it, it it's so much to even like talk about all of it it's just way too much uh ryan what were some of the things that left out at you what are you most excited for coming out of phase five and six uh yeah so um you guys touched on a lot of this stuff um definitely um ant-man uh quantum media um getting more uh of the ant-man crew plus king and that's gonna be pretty wild um guardians three uh, i think it's gonna be really good and I, I know they talked about how that, that movie's gonna dive into Rocket's origins a lot, so I think that'll be really interesting. And all the reactions so far says that it's really emotional, or at least the footage that they showed. Um, yeah, and then just all uh, a continuation of all the different pro products, um, not products, projects. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, that that we're getting. Um, Secret Invasion uh, should be pretty interesting. Um, some more Nick Fury and Maria Hill and. Um, you know, possibly discovering that a lot of the uh, the characters that we've been um, watching for a while were actually scrolls. I think that has um, really interesting uh, possibilities for where they can go with that. Um, and then, yeah, just getting uh, two Avengers movies in the same year is going to be pretty wild. Of course, it's you know it's 2025, so who knows? The Earth may have blown up by then. But um, yeah, <laughs> we, we have that to uh, to look forward to um in the meantime so right i mean like the, the only thing i'm maybe worried about saying looking at the the schedule is is the fantastic four being i guess it's not that close in the grand scheme of the phase it's still what a couple a year or two away from the from the avengers movies but um yeah it's november 4th 2024 is fantastic four and then uh May 2nd, 2025 is the first Avengers. So you have several months in between. So I'm guessing the Fantastic Four are going to play a really big part in it. Is one movie going to be enough to settle them in and be important players? They've done it before, but they have to nail this. Okay, I think that's going to be one of the most difficult things that they've done yet. And it's not like the MCU have, has hit everything out of the park. I think they definitely fumbled the bag with the Captain Marvel timing. We sh we really should have had Captain Marvel way earlier, and then in instead of like literally one movie before Endgame, and and then you know getting kind of shoe shoehorning shoe her in. 
when she could have been such a more important part. I, I really want to see how they they handle that. That being said, also, we're not getting any X-Men, apparently, in these phases, or at least not so far that it's been announced. Um, there's been rumors. It still hasn't been officially announced, but the, the, the X-Men movie is going to be called The Mutants. Is that going to fit into Phase 6? That's I'm hoping, but... Or do we just not get the mutants until phase phase seven even? I don't know. I think they're laying the groundwork for mutants. They said the M word, guys, in Miss Marvel is like essentially is Miss Mar Miss Marvel going to be a mutant? I, I kind of hope so. Um, what are you, what are uh, your like big predictions coming out of this, Ryan? Seeing the lineup how it is so far, what do you think? What's something you could say confidently you think is going to happen, or that you would really like to happen? Um, yeah, and, and so real quick to touch on your last point and to shamelessly steal from our maester um, on X-Ray Vision, uh, the pod that they just had, they talked about how um, the, sort of the X-Men right now is sort of like a black hole in the Marvel Universe in that you can't see it, but you can see sort of like everything happening around it. Like like Damon said, we got mutants mentioned. Obviously, you know, Wanda's floating around. We got Professor X, a version of him in Multiverse of Madness. So uh, there's all all this gravitational pull is, is going towards X-Men, even though we aren't seeing that yet. Um, in terms of what I'm most excited for, uh, e- even though those movies are a long way down the way, I guess it's just to see, like, you know, what the next big team is it going to be. Um, you know, obviously we have uh, Sam Wilson's Captain America, um, I'm assuming Yelena will be on the team, and I, I think it will be a crime if she's not. Um, but will we see some of the younger characters? Like, will Kate Bishop make it? Will Miss Marvel make it? Um, I don't know, but it, it will be uh, interesting to uh, to find out. Um, and then, yeah, and also, I guess lastly, just how they use Kang. Like, I'm assuming that we're going to get a lot of Kang in, in Phase 5. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how many different versions of him we get, um, and what that is like. Um, I'm, I'm excited for a lot more Jonathan Majors. So, indeed, definitely agree with that. Anna, well, is there anything that you you think is going to happen, or you want to really see happen in these phases? So they're obviously setting things up for the next team of Avengers. So seeing how they're going to compile Young Avengers is going to be interesting for me. Um, Now that the multiverse is open and there have been, the M word has been dropped, right? I am curious to see if they are going to open up the Marvel universe to other universes, specifically because T'Challa and Storm are married in the comics and I unfortunately Chadwick passed away but I really wanted to see if that romance would come to fruition if they opened up the door to mute to the mutants um and I think that's possible and I think that they said in the past that they were not going to recast T'Challa in this specific universe but in other universes they've been casting people um as different actors and in some universes they're the same so i'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to pursue that um i'm always gonna ride or die on my um uh, my pet avengers bullshit that's never gonna change <laughs> uh it's not gonna happen in this phase if it's gonna happen at all um 
Yeah, I mean, I'm really just curious to see how they're going to compile things together. Are they going to bring in characters like Nova? Is Deadpool going to come back? Um, you know, those sorts of things. I'm I'm just really, really curious. And, you know, now that they're bringing in Namor in uh, Black Panther 2, get his own spinoff movie or limited series. I feel like people are going to really love him. So... <laughs> Yeah, Ryan. Uh, yes. So, uh, speaking of Namor and speaking of romances, I I really do hope that we get the um, Namor uh, Reed Richards Sue Storm uh, love triangle and and just Namor just clowning Reed Richards repeatedly. Uh, I would uh, love to see that. <laughs> I'm here for that dunking on Reed Richards. Reed Richards. I hope they keep some sort of edge to how terrible of a person he is because that's just it's part of them you know we can't change everything about all every character we need some of them to be assholes i mean dr strange is still kind of a dick so we need those guys um i if i had to say anything i really want to see happen in these phases it would have to be that's so tough but i want to see all the variants possible Okay, I want to see, like, if we're doing the multiverse, I want to see multiple, multiple multiverses. I want to see as many variants of of Doctor Strange. We, we, we already started there. Um, we already started with Spider-Man. I want to see more. I mean, are we going to see maybe some mo more multiverse uh, Captain Marvels in the future and maybe in the Marvels movie? Um, is that how we're going to get the X-Men? I don't really know. But, like, if you're going to call it the multiverse saga... I like I really want them to commit. And like I said before, give me all the different variants of Kang. Like they've already set that up in Loki that like there's so many of them and they all want to rule the multiverse. Give me to give me them. Like give me give me the really really uh super chill uh Kang. Give me the one that's just like all about games and puzzles. Just like I just, you know, I want to see Jonathan Majors be something different every time. I want this to be be Kang's world, okay? The Kang dynasty is, is here. So that's what I want to see. Um, I would emigrate to that universe, you know, just Jonathan <laughs> Majors all the time. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, Any anything else we wanted to say about the MCU before we move on? No, there's so many other non-MCU topics that were touched on in Comic-Con, I think we got to move on at this point. Right. Let, let's do that after a break. And we're back. And as always, we're down for the turnaround. And let's turn it around back to Anna. Anna, what's something else that you are excited about coming out of Comic-Con that we haven't discussed? Oh my gosh, there's so much. I don't know how I'm just going to pick one. Um, I've got a couple that I want to touch on, if that's cool. Uh, interview with a vampire. Uh, that's going to be a new adaptation of Anne Rice's uh, book series on AMC. That's coming this fall. Uh, they also announced the Teen Wolf movie, which is pretty cool. Um, and then they are coming out with the Vampire Academy series on Peacock, which is also based off a international best-selling book so series. So those are some of the top three things I'm personally excited about. Hell yeah. I mean, anything with vampires, I'm 
I'm a big fan of the uh, the movie Interview with a Vampire. So to see our guy uh, Grey Worm taking up the mantle as a vampire, and and of course just seeing this movie done in a in a new telling. I mean, come on, they're in New Orleans. I'm I'm already in Vampires in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm sold with originals when they did it. I'm always there. Okay, um, I will never not be there for Vampires in New Orleans. That is a very specific kind of vibe that I will always always be in for um those are some good ones um i i I think we would be people would be angry if i didn't mention of course um house of the dragon Mm -hmm. i mean we're getting supposedly what did they say 16 dragons in this series i think it was like 17 maybe yeah i think 17 was the the number i was hearing so many dragons. So many dragons, okay? The budget's going to be ridiculous. And we're getting a war between the Targaryens. My guy, Damon. Okay, Matt Smith himself. He just plays a really good villain these days. And it's going to be great seeing him go to war. And just all the political intrigue. I'm personally really excited to go back to the whole walking in the gardens, stabbing people in the back, poison in the, in the wine kind of vibes that we had in the early seasons of game of thrones um i i just think i i don't know this story i, I have not read the the book that that he uh, wrote for it and i you know i know a little bit but i can't wait to see really going back to restoros what is it 300 years before game of thrones and to see really how the targaryens uh, get set up for the for their power so can't wait for that uh, any thoughts on on that or anything that uh, anna mentioned uh, ryan yeah, um, yeah, so House of the Dragon, yeah, obviously, um, very excited for that. Um, like you said, to get into the the palace intrigue stuff, um, but there there's clearly um, conflict and battles as well, as you can see from the trailer. And from what I know of the story, I, I think I know a little more than you, Damon, but I don't know all of it, because um, like many people I know, I, I'm about halfway through Fire and Blood, and I know people who are various ways through that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that, uh, for the new cast, um, and just to see the, the Targaryens, you know, at the height of their power and, and what, what all the fuss was about, what, what Daenerys and Viserys were sort of lusting after, um, in the main season. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, in terms of other, uh, Comic-Con things, um, there was uh, a new John Wick trailer, uh, which is cool, even though that's not coming out until 2024. Um, I Black Adam, uh, they that was one of the two um, DC movies they talked about. Uh, that one and Shazam, uh, which I thought I loved the first Shazam, and I thought the trailer for this one was really cool. So um, excited about those. Um, and yeah, I think that was it for me. I mean, there's there was obviously so much uh, that happened, but those were the uh, the main things that I was excited about. Yeah, I mean, Shazam and Black Adam are two that I'm just like, I just need to see them to to make a decision on them. I personally am not the biggest fan of the first Shazam. Um, There's nothing wrong with it. I might have said this before on another episode, but I just feel like there's something missing. It's just not as good as I wanted it to be. And I know it's kind of part of the, the character, but I just think Billy's an asshole. And and he kind of learns from it, of course, but still, like, he just doesn't seem like my, like, how he'll be in the second movie will determine a lot on whether 
whether I, I come around to Shazam or not. But that being said, The Rock looks jacked for Black Adam, and hopefully, hopefully it, it ends up being pretty good. Um, they had Anna? to take out his muscle pads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wanted to look like. I mean, he he got he made got all the muscles. Dude is just straight yoked, and he he he's committed. I just don't know from the trailer. What like what kind of personality does does our guy Black Adam have, and is it going to be fun to follow? I don't know. I really don't. Um, I'm hopeful for The Rock because he really wanted a superhero role for like what was it like 20 years. So I'm hoping that this movie is amazing, um, and he can continue that in the franchise. Just because you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson is just a good egg. I adore him. I just want to give him the world, even though he has way more money than I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a huge fan of of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I just feel like this is, you know, he's not, he's supposed to be an anti-hero, really kind of a villain at first. Is he going to, I want The Rock to not be afraid to go back to being more of The Rock, which is to say, lean into his charismatic assholeness, you know, like, he can play a really good asshole, and he just doesn't do that enough. You know, like, he's always kind of more on the, the chill side, on the more soft, you know, just level-headedness. I want him to have a little bit more fire, a little bit more passion in his roles. Maybe maybe that'll be this for Black Adam, so I'm hoping. I, I definitely want it to be good. So, um, And Anna, you mentioned Teen Wolf. By the way, I can't believe that's happening, and the fact that, like... They brought her back, our girl, in the trailer. I'm like, they knew what they were doing. I'm gonna watch that movie just because they did that because I have to find out what happened. I'm so excited for it. You have no idea. I'm in the middle of a Teen Wolf binge right now, and I just I'm thriving. It, it, it's really. Um, fun. I also want to bring up the Dungeons and Dragons trailer. Uh, I brought it up to a friend of the pod, Michael, and he goes, "I am ready to get hurt again." <laughs> Uh, I think that it, I don't know. Necessarily, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be like movie of the year. I think it's just going to be a fun watch. Yeah, I mean it's it, I mean, you know Chris Pine and, and Michelle Rodriguez and the, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. It seems fun. I I don't know much about Dungeons and Dragons, um, but I'm always down for more fantasy stuff. And and that owl bear thing looks pretty cool. So I am I'm into it. Yeah, I mean. If especially if they kind of go the route of it being very tongue in cheek, almost satirical, you know, um, be, making fun of it while also really glorifying it and just you know appreciating it, I think that would be the line that I want them to walk. With that cast, it could be really fun, like some really great action scenes, while also some really really funny stuff you got going on. Uh, I mean, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, you got. How do you say his name? Uh, Rege- Rejejan? Rejejan. Rejejan? Okay. Rejejan? Um, I was as, told it's like reggaeton, but Jean. Oh, okay. Um, I just saw him in Gray Man and, and have seen him as the what the paladin in this. You know, just mm-hmm. cut people up with the sword. That's going to be fun. Hugh Grant as the what the uh, the wizard or the sorcerer. I, I it, I'm I'm excited. I don't I have very low expectations of that movie, so. I think it could be a lot of fun. Um, when does that come out? Is, uh, it's this, right? 
Let me look. Hold on. There was so much. I cannot remember all the dates of everything. Like, they just overloaded us. Yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> uh, 2023, oh. but I don't think this, they said... Or March 3rd, 2023. So okay. pretty soon. Pretty soon. Yeah. Early next year. So I'm excited to see what happens. Um, that was definitely one of the most intriguing ones that came out. Um, I would be upset if we didn't mention this. Fall 2023 next year. We're getting X Men '97. Um, just I'm like I can't tell you how excited I am. I'm going to rewatch the whole series again for like the fifth time just because to get ready. Like I'm so excited. My like my four or five year old self is just chomping in glee at being able that this is happening. Um, that and then I also definitely wanted to mention. Avatar Studios has announced that the first movie they're doing is an animated movie of the gang, Team Avatar. We're getting more Aang. We're getting more Katara. We're getting more Sokka, Toph, and Zuko together. And I am just so excited. Yip, yip, motherfuckers. Uh, (laughs) Is that your new catchphrase, Damon? Yip, yip, motherfuckers. Yep, yep, motherfuckers, okay? Um, that's Bruce Willis and, and Aang if they had a baby, okay? Um, <laughs> I, I'm just so is, excited for that, okay? <laughs> what is that the original cast that they're bringing back? Um, I sure hope so. I would think. I'm pretty sure that they're on pretty good terms with everybody. You know, I mean, I know Dante is, is, is all in. And, uh, I mean, the voice actor for freaking uh, Katara is... As a, uh, I mean, does everything. She's so successful, so I'm hoping. But now you have me worried. Damn it, Anna. Um, I was just wondering, because sometimes, you know, like, they just say, oh, well, like, we're not bringing them back, right? Or, um, like, for example, what was it in What If? They used Lake Bell instead of uh, ScarJo as the voice of Natasha, and I could barely tell the difference. That's fair, but I... Like if they're able to bring the main cast voice back, I'll be happy. It, but hopefully, I mean, they were able to bring them back for Legend of Korra. Most of them, you know, I believe. So mm-hmm. I'm here's the hoping. Um, but yeah, any thoughts on on those on any of that, guys? Anything else y'all wanted to mention? I uh, did not hear about the Avatar movie, so I am pretty pumped about that. But uh, Ryan, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think this came out at Comic-Con, but since we're just going full content getting, um, I, I figured I would uh, plug the new um, Leave Their Own series that's coming out uh, in the middle of the next month, um, starring everyone's favorite, or at least my favorite, uh, Darcy Carden of Good Place fame. Love that. I mean, you get you get Darcy, you got Abby from Broad City in there and, and Disenchantment fame. Like, I think that's going to be a really, really fun show. Um, and I'm, I'm just love that they're making it more authentic and diverse, you know, just giving us a, a different story. So, it, you know, it can live off on its own from the movie. Um, Cause that movie's amazing. I love that freaking movie. Um, there's so much more that we still haven't mentioned. Um, but Sandman I mean, trailer, <laughs> Sandman trailer. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that was wild. I have no idea what to expect from that story. I've never read it. Kyle really enjoys it, and I, I think we're going to do an Effie's on it, possibly. Uh, we'll we'll see how the show goes. Um, 
but yeah, was was there anything else y'all wanted to, to talk about before we get out of here, guys? Jason Concepcion is doing the official House of Dragon podcast. I don't think that was an announced at Comic-Con, uh, but a lot of us are very big binge mode fans, so if you haven't heard, surprise! Have you ever heard of them? <laughs> Our maester. Yes, um, that, that, yes, definitely shout out to Jason for that. Um, but no, I mean, I'd, I'd say we tackled mostly everything. I mean, Walking Dead is getting, they're bringing our guy Rick and Michonne back for a TV series together. That's cool. We're getting more Marvel's What If. Um, they showed a trailer of I Am Groot, which is going to be just hilarious and adorable. Um, oh, National Treasure. Treasure, Edge of History got a trailer. Very, very small teaser. Um and yeah, I mean, just just so much content, okay? And I can't wait to to talk about it all with y'all guys. Um, but that being said, any any last thoughts? Anything else you wanted to say to the people before we we turn around and get out of here, Anna? Uh, no, just you know, stay tuned, listen to our our upcoming offies. We might be doing Sandman. I'm hoping it's phenomenal. So read it if you haven't read it yet. Yes, do it. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Was there anything else you wanted to, to talk about or, or mention before we go? Um, yeah, I guess um, for House of the Dragon, I don't know, for those of you who got to see the panel, I thought <clears throat> I saw it was really cool that George R. R. Martin was there and was speaking and, and um, was excited about the show. Um, I know he's taking a big role in it, and um, that wasn't always the case with the main show. Um, so I'm glad that he, he is involved and he seems to be having a good time and that he thinks that the show is good. So uh, that um, gives me uh, high hopes for it. Yes, I, I agree. I, I like that he is more involved in this and, and everything. So that should be fun. Um, I will say Marvel... Disney Plus is going to have a, a rated MA TV show that they're going to produce and put on Marvel Zombies. Very excited for that. I love the Marvel Zombies What If episode. Give me more. And this is just showing that along with this and Dare, uh, Deadpool 3, which I don't know how the hell that's going to fit into the MCU. I can't wait to see how they figure that out. But just they're just showing us that they are, they are okay with adult content. And we love adult content. So... Um, can't wait to see what goes on with that but uh, we're going to get out of here everyone thank you so much for listening in and until next time this is what we do